evening and welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Aguna. <laughs> the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith. The constitutional conservative, Stephen. The independent thinker. And my cousin, Todd. We've got a packed show for you this evening, indicted again, former President Donald Trump, this time in Georgia. College football, Pac-12, and the ACC. What is going on? Let's talk about it. President Biden's infrastructure bill, he's toting it all around the country and the Maui fire tragedy. How sad, how atrocious, how tragic. James Harden and the Sixers, where did they go from here? Tasers, taunts, torments, how six white police officers subjected two black men to hours of grueling violence and then tried to cover it up, according to CNN.com. That happened in Mississippi. Quarterback Richardson struggles as the Bills' safety Hamlin shines in his debut and return with the Buffalo Bills after that frightening cardiac caress during the playoffs last year. Do you know what's going on right now in Jackson, Wyoming? You can't hear me? Yeah, but your voice is going in and out. So pause us and then you'll okay. be clear. Do What do you want me to do? That That's good now. It's perfect. Okay. I'm, I'm talking. I don't know. I guess we're having technical difficulties, everybody. That's live for you. Do you know what's going on in Jackson Hole, Wyoming right now? League Cup Finals and Messi. How is he working out exactly for Miami? Is Hunter Biden's case a problem for President Biden and Nigeria's coup in West Africa? What it means for the continent and more, if we can fit it in. First up, Aguna, who do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Messi and soccer? Do you want to talk about James Harden? Do you want to talk about the ACC and the Pac-12? I talked about that Pac-12 last week. I told you something was going on mm -hmm. in college football. Can, Which one do you want me, to start with? Let me say this before he gets started. Your voice is so perfectly in right now, but during the um, announcements, you were completely out and that kind of a thing. I don't know what, what that was about. Then you were in for a second and went back out. But now it's perfect. I don't know what that, I don't know what that was about. Okay, but. I don't know either. So you wanted to take five minutes to make an announcement about the technical difficulties the show is having? No, it's, okay, I can't. I was just saying, you okay, didn't I, I know didn't that. do anything. Okay, oh, you, didn't you told do anything? me. You already told me that. I didn't do anything. Okay, I thought you did something because Nothing. it's perfect now. Okay. Of course, you always think I do something, and I didn't do anything. I did nothing. What do you well, want to talk about, Aguna? Keith may have done. I talk about the Eagles. Um, no, I, I'll. Well, first, I'll talk about James Harden. Um, yeah, and I, and I haven't followed it today to see if anything has changed, but it doesn't look good. But tell us what all. has happened. So Harden made some comments. I, I, what's his name, against the general manager or whatever, said that he would never play in that organization, in an organization with him. Um, he called him a liar. And 
You know, he reemphasized that. So when you say stuff like that, because ultimately Harden ended up getting, he accepted his option in order to negotiate a trade. But at $36 million, there wasn't really a big market out there to take on um, that type of trade. So I think he's frustrated by that. And so that boils over into the relationship. And now it's pretty much something's going to have to give. Um, I- so wait a minute. That's all. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. That's almost like, I don't know, Todd saying that Keith isn't worth it to be on the show. And I don't care how much money you pay for him. Um, the, the love affair is over and he's no yeah. longer interested. Is that basically... Pretty much, there's no, I mean, there's, there's no mending that, I mean, especially when you come out and speak publicly like that. But thirty, but wait, wait, Aguna, I was making a joke there. But thirty-six million dollars, you said there aren't many takers for thirty-six million dollars to for hard. How much for of Harden. that? Yes, there's a thirty-three-year-old Right for thirty, it's an right. old man for thirty-six million dollars, and he's not averaging forty points a night in a game. Right. He's not even averaging twenty points a night in a game. So my question would be, how much right. of that thirty-six million off, right? does Harden actually take home? I'm not sure. I mean, you know, minus agent taxes and all that stuff. I don't know, but he's owed thirty-six million dollars this year. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. It's not a lot of chump change. You add four more million dollars to it. That's how much Trump's legal fees are. So you know that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I, I'll see what happens. You know, we'll. I, this reminds me and reminiscent of To, where you have a good player and he's not just not on board with what the team wants to do. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'll jump to Messi. Um, and I didn't watch the end of the Union game. I think Miami won because they were jump. They jumped up two zero on um, Philadelphia and. Messi's scored his ninth goal. Uh, right now, you know, Miami's still like at the bottom of the MLS East, but they're, again, the bottom of the MLS East, you're, you're basically four or five games out, right? So, and then it runs through the end of November, well, end of, well, middle of November, I think the season runs. So there's still a lot of time left. Um, he's good, man. He's good. Uh, it's interesting that um, I believe he's playing on turf. I got to confirm this, but in FIFA, you can't play on turf. You got to play on natural grass. So I think this may be the first time in his life he's played on actual turf if he plays on it and they're not forcing teams to roll out grass. Because I think that's what's going to happen during the World Cup. You know, Dallas and Philadelphia are going to have to put natural grass on the field because due to FIFA, FIFA rules, you can't play on um, turf. So, but Messi, again, has brought a lot of, of emphasis game. I think he's, his highlights, of course, you look at attendance and all this. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big deal. And what was the last one? The last one was the Pac-10. What about the Pac-10? I don't follow Pac-10. I know Dion's in the Pac-10 and, you know, it's like, you know, woo-woo, but I'm an SEC guy, and SEC football is looking pretty good right now. So, you know, I'm looking forward to college. But Pac-10, well, I will say this. I will be interested to see how Dion does this year. Um, it looks like there are some you – know, I, I don't know if a playoff team is going to come out the Pac-10. Maybe you – I don't know. USC is in the Pac-10? I think so. I, I, see, I don't even ah. – 
SEC. But um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to college football in general, even though I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the rankings. But we'll go from there. Am I done? I'm stationed here on mute. Can I talk? Oh, can I talk the NFL? Oh, I got oh, thank it. you. Go ahead and talk about the NFL as I pull up the Pac-12. You keep saying Pac-10. Pac-12. Oh, Pac <laughs> well, he doesn't. I'm, I'm sounding like cousin football. Todd now. I'm sounding like cousin Todd. <laughs> but I'll, I'll put on my hood like Todd. Here you go. Todd and the <laughs> Look at these copycatters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Serena is going to play. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay, Let's talk football. Talk football first. I'm gonna talk about my Philadelphia Eagles first. I'm looking forward to attending my first preseason game of the year tomorrow. They play Cleveland Browns. It looks like there's a lot of, of you know action happening in camp. The big news is Jalen oh. Carter, the rookie I out of Georgia. I, He's I'll be right back. I got a quiet time. I'm talking. I, I'm talking. Time. Go have time I'll be right this. back. Oh, okay. All right. Bye, time. So, um. So the Jalen Carter, the rookie out of Georgia, is looking really good. He's looking pretty, you know, ready for the season. It's good to see what's going to happen with him. Jalen Hurts is looking good. First-team offenses are going against each other in um, camp. And Watson is actually from the Browns. He got picked off like three different times. So defense is looking like it's, it's coming together. First preseason game was also pretty good, um, even though they lost. They lost. Again, I think they lost because Seriani was playing around. It was on fourth, on fourth, down, and field goal. He's doing little things like that. So it's still preseason, not a big deal. But, you know, Swift looked good. Uh, we still got Rashad Penny and Gainwell. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the season kicks off when we play against the Pats. I'm going to go up tomorrow to the preseason game. So I'm going to check them out personally to see. I'm not, of course, Jalen Hurts is not going to play, and a lot of the starters aren't going to play. But it'll be good just to kind of see – um, them back at the link and getting it in. So looking forward to that. Now, another news, Dak Prescott is still throwing interceptions and in practice and stuff. The Cowboys lost their first preseason game. Um, again, it's just preseason. Uh, but I've talked to a lot of Cowboy fans, and they're very disillusioned, more delusional than normal. They're always delusional. Well, I thought they were disillusioned. They think that they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. More so than any other, they feel that they got a better team. Like they won they the Super Bowl last year. year, right? Right, and I think like they I won actually, last year. Last year, I kind of thought they actually had a chance because they didn't know what you were getting with Jalen Hurts, um, and the division was probably one of the weakest divisions in the league going into last season. Now, coming out of last season, you saw where three of the four teams made the playoffs, and now you're coming off of, I mean, between the Cowboys and the Eagles. You only lost like maybe eight games between the two teams. So a lot harder schedule. Um, I don't think they have a good offensive line. I think they, their running game is unproven with Pollard coming off injury. Uh, they got a great kid out of um, Kansas City State, by the way, but I don't think that that's a workhorse type running back backfield. Uh, question marks are going to come in the secondary with Diggs, Diggs and Gilmore. So you think they, they have a look better secondary. Um, but the pass rush, other than Marco Parsons, I don't know who else scares you there. Now, they got the rookie Menzie in there, and he had a decent game against Jacksonville in the preseason. But, again, I don't think – Cowboys, they always have these high expectations, and then when they miss the playoffs, they're like, okay, next year is going to be our year. But then, you know, anything less than the NFC Championship for them this year is probably a failure. 
And that's been that way for a while. So I think they're going to be highly disappointed. I just don't see them, you know, being able to maintain. Also, San Francisco is also going to be the other team. I think between the NFC, it may be San Francisco, Eagles, and potentially right. the Cowboys. But San Francisco, again, at quarterback, Brock Purdy hasn't thrown a pass in the preseason. It looks like Sam Donald's going to win the backup starter slash job. Um, and then, of course, Trey Lance is still looking like he can't grasp um, the offense there. So it's going to be interesting. They're going to have a good defense, but I don't – their offense is also going to be pretty decent as well with um, McCaffrey, Debo, and Ayuk. Um, but – and, of course, Kettle. Yeah, and that's the same – those were the same suspects as last year. Purdy, uh, after a while, especially during that playoff game, he just, after the defense got, got at him, he seemed to, um, I don't know, he seemed to uh, uh, shut down, almost like a computer program. You know what I mean? He well, was, I mean, was I think there's a... Playing and playing, 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 and then the computer program just shut down to the point that, you know, then they got that other quarterback in, remember? And then the yeah. other, quarter, other quarterback got hurt, and then they brought in that the third guy, and then he, you know what I mean? What happened to him? I mean, he was just like, what, offensive well, brought, lineman? Brought, or Brock Purdy back in, and Brock Purdy couldn't do anything. Um, now, unfortunately, you know, Brock Purdy, it, this is the double standard, right? And I think, and, and I'm going to talk Purdy, about Wait, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. But no, by no means am I saying no, he's, he's not. not a good quarterback. He's but not a good quarterback. He is a, he is a decent quarterback, especially as a rookie. Especially just starting for San Francisco, NFC okay. uh, West. I mean, he's he's. he's I think high, he, he can hold his so own until he thing. breaks down. Here's the thing, and again, remember Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts played his second year, right? In which the full season won nine games, went to the playoffs, and lost. There were still question marks about Jalen Hurts after going through had a, having a winning season. And after making the playoffs, there were still question marks. A full season. Brock Purdy played five games. Okay. He played five games at the end of a season against subpar teams. Didn't win a single game on the other side of the Mississippi. Came to Philadelphia and got stumped. Right. Because of the offensive line and because of all these other gaps that San Francisco had, they hadn't seen a defense like the Eagles. Now you come in. You go into the offseason where he's rehabbing and he's going to come back and have to play a full year behind an offensive line that was not has not been fixed. OK, you got a lot of weapons on offense, but the offensive line, it was not one of them. So it'll be interesting to see if he first thing lasts the whole season and second thing can be consistent because five games and then now you got film on you. I mean, granted, hats off to the guy. He went down to Dallas and beat them and on the road. However, if you look at that game, look at Brock Purdy's numbers. He didn't put up spectacular numbers against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys didn't have a no-nonsense defense, right? So we'll see. But, again, I think if Jalen Hurts was unproven after going, you know, 9-8, and eight, making the playoffs, now you're going to say that Brock Purdy is the answer in San Francisco after five games. I never games. said that. I, I never said Brock Purdy was the answer. I said I started out saying, saying he's like a, a bad computer program. He starts off running and then he just shuts down. I said I didn't think he was a horrible quarterback, especially for a rookie. Well, I, th I think the jury's I didn't say out on he that. was and like. So, I didn't say it, he was on par. I didn't say he was on par or equal to Jalen Hurts. I never said that. 
No, I never you know, I didn't think you said that like either. A, but Jalen no Hurts is not away. like a computer program that shuts down. Brock Purdy is. But again, if we look at you know, there's a sleeper in that division, Seattle, who's got sneakingly better in the offseason, who has a proven quarterback, who has who's pretty consistent, you know, with Geno. So I mean, we'll see. Because again, I mean the quarterback position, the there goes the quarterback position, there goes the team. And so if All you right, have a so this is the preseason. The question mark. I don't. I don't think that's a lot of confidence builder for the season. This, this is a, um, the preseason. I also want you to talk about um, the Buffalo Bills and Hamlin returning. Now, if I were Hamlin and I got cardiac arrest two times on that field during the playoffs, I'd be I, me personally. I'd be scared to come back to work. And this is where you get into the conspiracy theories about the NFL, because there's no there's no reason why any of us would go back after having a stroke or a heart attack and play at that level. I mean, you're talking about I mean, you're talking about what point five percent of the world athletes can play in the NFL on a consistent basis. And the average NFL career is what, two to three years. So you have this guy coming back after having almost dying. He almost died in front of the whole nation on Monday Night Football, and now he's back. Now, so that in and of itself is a good news story. I think part of this is just about the hype around the fact that he's coming back. The, you know, but I, I hope, you know, I hope they don't put him in a position where this young man goes through that same period again. Because again, heart, you know, your heart starts at birth and it doesn't stop until you die. It's it's one of the few machines in nature that is expected to run nonstop for decades, right? And then you had a situation where it stopped and you're losing oxygen to the brain and all these other things, you're done. We're toast. Strokes, that means you're toast. Um, so to be in that position and to, I mean, it was almost a perfect, not a perfect hit in the sense of it's good, but it was almost like, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, it hit at the right, at the just the spot that would create that type of situation. And I'd be scared to death for my life to go back and have to even, I mean, it'd be triggering even to have to put up, put on pads and go out there and play again. So I commend the young man. I think he also deserves this shot. But I also think that from a just a health perspective, I think it's a huge risk. So, I mean, I don't, so, you know, I'm not against his opportunity to do it, but I couldn't do it. So let's put it that way. I could not do it after. Right. And, and that's what I said. I couldn't do it either. And I just want to say, first off, as you talked about the human heart, I just thought about God and thank God that he built a human body and machine that, and that, that does that. That's amazing. Todd, what were you going to say? Um, <clears throat> I was going to say that you all aren't 21 years old either. So you're fearless at that age. And that was a fluke. That doesn't happen uh, on a daily basis. That was uh, an athlete uh, in the prime of his life doing what he loves to do. And that was a fluke. That will probably never happen to him again. Um, and I can understand the fear of, but I, I think you're looking at that fear at how old are you? 60, 70 years old? But he he's 21. You know, if you're talking to Chief, yes, but he's, he's a senior citizen. 
But he's uh, young enough to dispel that fear and do it anyway. And hey, um, look, so I'm not that old. I can't remember how I was at 21 and the mindset that I have. In fact, I feel like I still have the same mindset, by the way, Todd. Mm. Some of us lift weights and stay in shape and know what we're doing over here. <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> go ahead, flex, Todd. Flex. I'm not Ty, flexing what anything. What, what in the showing your little chest at us. Oh. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hey, hey, hey I, 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 I'm, I'm toned and I'm in uh, the BMI. I'm in the range I need to be. Okay. So let's let's talk about um, this is the preseason and for people like Todd who don't know anything about the NFL, the what? preseason, everyone's still trying out. Everyone's still trying out for their teams and the prospective teams that they're playing for. And, you know, the games really don't count towards the regular season um, schedule or the regular season. Uh, uh, what do you call that, Aguna? The regular season. Yeah, um, the Ravens actually record. have the longest streak in preseason. They have 24. They have 24 streak. Um, winning preseason. Right. And a lot of those are against the Eagles, by the way, because they play us in the preseason pretty much every year. So let me go on to the Pac-12 real quick. Um, or is the Pac-7? Well, it might as well no, be. He said the Pac-10. Pac-10. Well, is it the That's Big Ten? Actually, cousin Todd. I know. I was so they were really ridiculous. Surprise. So they make money. It says UCLA pulled out. Uh, in December, they were supposed to make $62 million per year from the Big Ten's new mega media right deal. So they switched over to the, the Big Ten. So basically, what's happening is these schools can make money with media deals in different conferences. So they leave their conference based on the media deals because their conference is not um, make doesn't have a media deal probably because the schools aren't popular enough to attract the viewers that the uh, ads that the people who are you know placing ads want to want to reach. So if the Pac-12 doesn't give you a great multi-million dollar deal, they switched over to another conference that's going to give them that and bring them some more money because as it is, I think the higher education model. Is is falling apart slowly. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What are you gonna say, Aguna? Well, he doesn't know. I'm gonna say. I'm trying to think. Who's in the Pac-12? We got was it Oregon? I know Colorado, um, Arizona, let's, Arizona let's look. State. Pac-12. Because again, there's football, uh, and then there's football. basketball, and then there, of course. Baseball there's softball, there's so, wrestling, there's, there's plenty NCAA. The problem with the Pac-12 so is they always have a team. They always have a team that goes undefeated or something and ends up like winning the Pac-12. And they go right, to the, so and they let me share my playoffs. screen. They jack up the playoffs because they got this winning record. They come out of the Pac-12 and they get stomped by the fourth ranked team in the in the SEC. So I, I SEC, it, right. Because you know the SEC, the SEC plays like they play better than some of the uh 
NFL teams. So the Pac-12 is made up of, you see that, Colorado. Can you see that or should I make that bigger? I thought there were 12 teams in the Pac-12. There's only five? Oh, man. I think they've left. Uh, Colorado, Arizona State, Arizona, California, and Oregon. And you know who is heading up Oregon. And they say that the head coach of Oregon has the key and has the winning ticket for how to save college football. But nobody's listening to him. I wonder why. Yeah, Cal. Hmm. Man, that, that so who's the coach? Of, who's the coach of Oregon, the Oregon Ducks? I have. I know it's not Chip Kelly anymore. I know that's for certain. But I mean, um, I don't know. It's good trivia. It's Jeopardy. Uh, it doesn't Jeopardy, even right. matter. This is this this whole thing is about Dion. See whether he can compete at this level. We'll see what happens because if that's the slate of teams he has to work against. Now, I think he also has to play Stanford. I think he plays USC. I thought, I thought he played some other teams. Well, Stanford left. Oh, but he's the head coach of the UCLA the Bruins. So Chip Kelly is the head coach of the UCLA Bruins. Yeah. Right. Right? That's not California. Oh. That's UCLA. Separate team. So um, where did Aguna go? I don't know where Aguna went. Yeah, he disappeared. <laughs> he like, must have got a God. They must have got bumped off. He must have gotten bumped off. I wait till he comes back. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Todd is gone too. I got kicked. Uh, sorry. Hey, what happened? I have no idea. I was right in the middle of my sentence, but yeah, Chip Kelly. What was your sentence? I was gonna say I, I really I didn't realize he still coached for UCLA. I know he had left there after he left the NFL, but I didn't realize he was still coaching out there. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. he's still coaching out there. So uh, anything else? I'm a Chip Philly, uh, Kelly fan, by the way. One of the few Eagles fans that respect Chip Kelly. So uh, I wish him the best. Okay, so the Pac-12 merger. They are in the ACC. Let's let's talk about the ACC. Yeah, interesting about the ACC this year. I know North Carolina is like 21. I think Clemson is nine. Uh, don't quote me on that. But Florida Just, State of all teams is eight. And I'm like, whoa, when did that happen? I know Clemson, you know, typically has a very strong recruiting class. But I didn't think that. You know, and I'm not a big Clemson fan by any means. I'm a USC Gamecock fan first. Um, I would think that Clemson would be ranked ahead of Florida State. I just did. I just did. I just don't. I humbly disagree with the rankings, even though college rankings you can take them with a grain of salt. You know, in the beginning, it's not until so late September that these teams start really. Let's look are. at this. You see that you were right, Aguna. Syracuse, Florida State, North Carolina State, Wake Forest, and Boston College. What is really interesting is to have Florida State and um now this is the Syracuse east, right? Together. There's the north, well, there's the north this and south ACC. part of the conference. Because Clemson's in right, the but, missing, missing Clemson, North Carolina. Um, and the Flyers. 
whatever. The Flyers and the Dolphins, they're not on there. That's weird. That's strange. Yeah, you can look at, you, you can expand that station to the top 25 to kind of but right. They're not showing the whole conference, right? Is what I'm saying. American Athletic Conference. Oh, that's why there the flyers aren't on there. You see that? Yeah, who cares about that conference? These are some of the weak, that's one of the weaker <laughs> American <laughs> Athletic Conference, Temple, USTA. Charlotte, yeah. can you see that? Yeah. Charlotte, yeah. Rice, SMU, SMU, East Carolina, Memphis, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, Florida Atlantic, North Texas, University, uh, UAB is Alabama, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. Stacy doesn't know anything about, you know what? Never mind. Just forget I said anything. <laughs> Help her out, Todd. What are you doing, man? Don't, don't complain. Yeah, university, no, I'm correct. And, of course, Todd would love for me to be incorrect. <laughs> so let me share my screen. Let me share this oh, screen. I am correct. University of Alabama, Cousin Todd. But it's University of Alabama, Cousin Todd. Uh-huh. At Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah, UAB. But Todd said, oh, Stacy's wrong. Of course he would think that when he doesn't know the difference between a basketball and a soccer ball, a baseball or a hockey puck, a football or a tennis ball. Well, he knows he doesn't like either one of them. Um, so, I mean, I think that's probably all he, all he cares about. Blah, blah, blah. I'm bored. Yeah, now it's blah, blah, blah. Let's move on to Todd's favorite Favorite subject. Please don't say tennis. Jesus Christ. Tennis. No, sorry. Mm -hmm. Not tennis. Mm -hmm. Todd's favorite subject. Be still my heart. The mountain (sighs) man. Trump. Donald Trump indicted again in Georgia. But not only is he indicted Again, according to CNN.com, there's about 18 people or 18 associates that have been indicted with him. Mm -hmm. 19. No, 18 plus him. 19. He said 19. Oh, okay. It's 18 plus him that makes 19. Of course, you're worried about Is this his third or fourth indictment? Four. Fourth criminal. Yeah, number four. Which one is it? Number four. This is the fourth one. Criminal. They can bring all the indictments they want. It's it's not going to do any good. Who is who is they? You're talking about the American people. No, the Democrat Party. No, it's the American people. It's the Justice Department. The DOJ. American people. Okay. And the latest one was. But let's not again. You're going to go and what dive into scapegoat and try to point fingers. But less about what's what's about accountability. Because at the end of what's the day, that, uh, Trump put himself in this position. Aguna, you should be what's accountable. That name? What's the woman's name? The latest one in Georgia. The Hillary DL. Clinton is her name. Remember no, no, the district. Remember, remember how you all rode her for well, years. Man, see, what is at the end of the day, Keith, you are proving that you hate America because every what? time when we come with up these subjects, you revert to tribalism. 
That means so you don't like the country as a whole. You just want to point fingers and take a side. No, it's a serious question. What is her name? The black woman. I don't, I don't know. Clinton. You tell me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't just, matter. Because, again, this is another tactic. Or, this is another they, tactic from the far right. You want to no, attack her character, attack her individually. At the end well, of the they, day, did Trump do it? Her name not? is Fanny Willis. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her name is Fanny no, her Willis. Her name is Ruby. That's who was stalked and harassed because Donald Trump I mean, targeted her. Trump put himself that, in this position. And if you can't hold him accountable as an American or as a so-called conservative, thank you, you shouldn't want to even have to talk about this stuff. We should be talking about okay, policy. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's let Keith say what he has to say. Keith, they were interrupting you. And yeah, I apologize for letting them interrupt you. So go ahead, Keith. Yeah, because right. he's a victim like Trump's a victim. Yeah, the, uh, all they can do is accuse because they, uh, he accuses me all the time. didn't accuse um, anything. I'd say that uh, if, if you can tell me one Republican who is now, who is, a, a, you know, indicted Trump, one DOJ, one DO of the DOJ, one district attorney or any type of top attorney who has, uh, you know, come against Trump, I'll, I'll, I'll believe you. That you think that I am a conspiracy. So let me ask you something. Let me ask you what? something. Please. I don't understand the question. Todd, can yeah, you ask I mean, so what again, was the question? To my original what point, you yeah. want what's to talk about I'm bored. policy. You what want Republican district attorney. I mean, we're, we're talking about the law. Did, I don't care. We don't we, we as Americans shouldn't care, right? Oh, did he we, do it or not? And if he did, and we should hold him accountable. But you don't get it. The Americans it's, uh, have oh, it's political. Have so, okay, okay, it's political. So Donald Trump didn't do any okay, of the wait. things that they're accusing him of. Okay, there wait. Okay, Aguna. Uh, uh, not, so Donald Trump is uh, just a victim. Wait, wait, just, wait, wait, wait. You know, he's let, just let, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, hold on, hold yes. on. Hold it. Keith, Let you can't Keith. answer a question. I want you to make a point instead of oh, asking. Right. A, you ask a question. Right. What's your point, Keith? Let okay. Keith finish. All right, my point is simply... I know uh, Guna's not going to answer it because all he's going to do is accuse. Well, no, I will mean, answer oh, it. What about the judges? Down, all the judges of these courts are that All of this is a uh, Democrat scheme to keep Trump from running next year and to uh, okay. keep people uh, keep people in confusion. So this is a definite Democrat uh, conspiracy, if you want to put it. Uh, because oh, all no, we don't use that word. are Democrat. All of the uh, so let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Nah. Let me answer the question he asked. He you said, "Name me some Republicans." Said, "Okay, uh, Mitch McConnell." He said, "Trump should be held responsible." Remember that? He's not all a Republican, of... <laughs> according to Keith. <laughs> Mike Pence is not a Republican. The Speaker of the House said Chris Donald Christie Trump... is not a Republican. <laughs> yeah. the all Speaker these people are the Republicans because they don't agree with Trump all of a sudden. That the fearless leader, if you go against the fearless leader, because Trump okay. is like, hey, if it happens to me, they're going to do it to you. He okay. becomes the state. I'm an American right. first. I'm not yeah. a Trump cultist. Okay, now hold it. Um, Mitch McConnell said Trump should be held responsible. So those are all Republicans who said Trump should be held responsible. But oh, now, okay, so now you just changed it. Now it's 
Because he doesn't care. It, it doesn't matter to him. Okay. He just wants the fight in the dog. He doesn't no, care about Trump's policies. He doesn't Republican. care about any Trump's character. He just knows that Trump triggers the Democrats. Therefore, he's going to jump in bed with Trump and say, we're going to defend Trump no matter what. He's not looking at policy. You're not looking at the fact that if Trump is the best the point, Republicans can do, because Trump is a Democrat, believe it or not. As much as you talk about the Democrat, Trump is more of a Democrat than a Republican. Well, why don't then why don't the conservative Republicans go after Trump? Because y'all are stupid. Wait, no, no, no. Y'all think that he's on your side, even though he's anti-abortion, he's pro-tariff. You know, I'm like, he's a populist. Why do conservatives like populism all of a sudden? And by the way, there are conservatives okay, that do not so like let me share this. Let me share the screen, please. Not, and let's read and yeah, see, because we, no we got to move on. We have to move on. Um, a Georgia indictment of former President Donald Trump for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election lists at least 27 lies Trump told about the election, and that's counting conservatively. The new indictment handed up Monday by a grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia, is the second indictment this month to function as a kind of prosecutorial fact of the former president's relentless campaign of election-related dishonesty. A federal indictment in early August, which also charged Trump for his efforts to subvert the will of the voters, listed 21 of his election lies. This article was written by Daniel Dale, CNN, published 5.45 p.m. Wednesday, August 16th, today. Um, Stacey, Cousin Todd. Can I make one quick point? One quick point. And I want all the viewers to remember this because if you go back and watch the tape, my fellow panelist Keith came uh -huh. on this show with uh -huh. a clip that Rudy Giuliani had sent to right wing media showing these women pulling yeah. out boxes and trading little yeah. jump drives. And yeah. they, called, she, they called her a play. But Keith, Keith came on this show trying to tout that as a reference to show that there was election fraud going on. Now, what has happened since then? Rudy Giuliani has uh, confessed Admitted. that it was a lie. He said that because he has a defamation suit against him. So he withdrew the fact that he even said that, right? So this is the thing. And again, this is the, your master who you choose to defend. At the end of the day, as an American, we need to hold political figures accountable. And whether you think this is a conspiracy theory or whatever's going on, the fact that he put himself in this position to be gone after the way he's getting, you know, getting charged, he has to be accountable for that. And as a conservative, you should want justice, right? And if you don't think that this is justice, you need to think at the end of the day, what great leader would put himself in this position to, to be a victim? <laughs> that doesn't show strength, by the way. If he's dumb enough to get in this position where the Democrats can go after him, what makes you think he can lead the party anywhere? Let him answer. I'm well, there is. Well, last I checked, he didn't put himself in position. They went after him since the day he came down that escalator in 2016. Oh, okay. See? They've been investigating. See? That's he's a victim. 
Yes. He didn't put himself in this position. He didn't mishandle classified documents. He didn't make the That's call that said, find me the votes. He didn't say all these lies that they said he did. He didn't That's do any of that stuff. He didn't do an insurrection. He didn't incite a riot. He didn't do any of that stuff, right? They just came after him because he's just no. such a great man and such a great Nothing leader. We, we got to take him out. Right. First Amendment right to say, find me some votes. They all say it. And there's nothing illegal about that. There's nothing, nothing illegal, illegal about, about saying and calling. <laughs> nothing illegal about using. Now, this is not me and you saying, hey, Keith, find me some votes. This is the president of the United. This is the sitting president of the United States. And it's not well, just what I'm he said. It's what he did. He was putting pressure on the Georgia legislature. He was he came up with fake electors to substitute the electors that had been democratically elected by the, he tried to circumvent the whole election process just to win. He actually, he went to Dominion, he he defamed Dominion Voting, Dominion, uh, no. Dominion Voting Company, which they settled that. a lawsuit with Fox News, and you don't do a lawsuit for a multi-million dollars if it's not a lie. So you, no. you, there are all these things, all this evidence, his own legal team withdrew evidence that they were submitting before a because they knew they didn't have a case. Yet you, Keith, want to sit here and defend this man three right. years later. For what? And you can't yeah. even tell me one of his policies. You just want Truth him to win for some reason because, again, he's taking it to the libs. So in your it's mind, out. he's a good guy. You want a policy? Drill for oil. You want another policy? Close That's the not board. a policy. That's a policy. Keith opinion. Build the wall. Uh, those you are just policies. heard on right-wing media. Those are policies. What does that, that even mean? You can't okay. even... Drill for oil. Go. We do drill for oil. What is that? What are you nope, talking no. about? Not very so much. Talk about the, let's okay, talk some well, breaking well, news. Okay, Stacey, I just want to make this one point. Keith, your homework okay. assignment is to go and look for all the unused licenses, oil licenses on federal land that the current oil companies don't use, that they haven't used yet. All right. You're saying drill, baby, drill. But there are licenses that are going unused by the oil companies because, again, energy independence in this country is a myth. Because if I'm an oil company and I want to make money, why would I drill more and drive down the price? I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to inflate the price to make maximum profit. But for some reason, you as a consumer don't understand that. Sorry, okay, sir. I got to move on. Let okay. me share my screen. This is some breaking news. Uh, North Carolina legislature overrides the governor's veto of three bills targeting transgender youth. CNN.com by Dan Gallagher, published 7.49 p.m. Wednesday, August 14th. That was only a few minutes ago. The North Carolina legislature's Republican supermajority voted to override vetoes from the state's Democratic governor on a slew of bills this evening, now including a trio of measures that target transgender youth. The House and Senate's override votes, which pass largely along party lines, means bills that ban gender-affirming care for minors, that means health care for these minors who are still under their parents' jurisdiction, restrict how gender identity can be discussed in schools and prohibits transgender athletes from competing on girls' sports teams are now law 
in the state. Keith. Hallelujah. You know, why, why do they uh, say that that is uh, health care? I mean, <laughs> we're not talking about health care, a person's health. We're talking about basically uh, what you just said, the transgenders, you know, uh, affirming transgender uh, identity. That has nothing to do with health, at least not physical health, uh, maybe mental health. I don't know. But, uh, you know, that's ridiculous. I think it's a good, good uh, ban. Thank God. Thank you, Chief. Okay, Aguna, then Todd. He made everyone. Yeah, I don't. So, unfortunately, this has been become the topic, a kitchen table topic for some reason on the Republican side. For some reason, they want to go after transgender people who are very, a very small fraction of the population. Again, I, I'm just very nervous about the fact that, you know, now that, you know, the Supreme Court is pushing a lot of, you know, they're looking at the constitutionality of laws and they're pushing it back on the states to make determination of some of these laws. And you see what the states are doing. They're actually making laws that are expanding government oversight of individuals, which I think is against, you know, a lot of the things that the Republican Party used to be for with small government. I, the, the gender affirming care, I think, is a private matter. And it's not something that government should be involved with. Now, with these other uh, these other laws about transgender competing in um, girls' sports. Okay. Again, I don't know how many cases in which this is happening around the country, but I think it should be a case by case. I've coached flag football and I had girls on my team. So there's some sports that it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy, you can play in it, right? And there are other sports that may give a competitive advantage to. I don't think the government is in a place to make these determinations. You know, it should be case by case. It should be up to, you know, certain, it should be an opportunity for private citizens to discuss these matters and not have the government come with some sweeping broad brush agenda. Because again, if you're saying transgender can't compete in girls sports and there's girls flag football where both boys and girls participate. I mean, it, it, again, I, I think again, it's an overreach by government in that. And the last one about, um, what you learn in school. Again, I don't think the government should be telling us what we need to learn in school. Now, I, again, I understand as a parent that I don't necessarily want, <laughs> I don't necessarily want drag queens or whatever reading to my kid. I think that's part is based on the school district. And then what are we really talking about? You know, what they're learning is, are they learning that this is an option or are they learning that, you know, just to be um, just to be tolerant. You know, there's certain things that we need to be reviewed in order to make those determinations. I don't think that the government should be the one coming in there and telling people what to learn, what to think, and all these other things. I think that's something that we as citizens can figure out on our own. Cousin Todd. Okay. Um... I guess I'll take this topic first, and but I want to comment, which I didn't get a chance to comment on because Aguna goes crazy now that Steven isn't here. Um, uh, you can actually hear me, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, this um, is so typical of Republicans like Keith. They're bored stiff, and they know how dumb the American people are the Republicans in particular, and they um, 
they bite every time they throw up this. Get, see, they throw up a few things. This is what the Republicans throw up to get your attention, to get you to vote for them. Nigger, 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 nigger. Gay, 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 gay. Trans, 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 trans. And then they say, oh, we got to vote them out. We got to get rid of them. But Keith doesn't know he's part of the problem because they're talking about you. So uh, that has nothing to do with Keith whatsoever. That doesn't uh, put food on Keith's table. Keith has no children in the school district. So none of these things apply to him. So why he's so interested, I will never know. I can remember asking Keith before because he said, it's a sin to be gay. And I asked Keith, I said, Keith, do you sin? And he said, yeah. I said, do you sin every day? He said, yeah. So if that is the case, <laughs> why in the world would hmm. you interest yourself in somebody else sinning every day? You've got your own problems. Deal with you and your own sin. God doesn't need your help for anything. So since you sin every single day, shouldn't you be interested in your own self and not these other people? Mind your own business. So that tells me. You're the best, Keith. Stephen and Keith. They're peculiar people, especially Keith, because he has no children, nothing in the oh. fight. So anyway, so that's what yeah, I wanted to say about that. Was out sin. He was it was out sin, cast the first stone, Keith. Read that's your right. Bible that you, read that Bible before you read that constitution. But this eleven thousand and something votes Trump wanted. Now, just imagine Obama calling an official state representative and asking him to find me, this is after the voting has ended, find me, and this is how fake Keith is. And I have no respect for fake people because I like flat truth, hard or soft. If anybody called an official after the fact, voting has been over, find me 11,000 votes. Keith, stop it, you know that's ridiculous. And so anyway, I'm going to move past that one because you can't defend that. Um, and you can't the talk the whole show, Cousin Todd. Oh, look at this. I got the about 30 speech. seconds of talk. Um, Trump taking papers from the White House, which he had no business doing. But even that can be forgiven if he gave them back. He didn't give them back, Keith. He refused to give them back. He sent some of them back, and he wasn't charged for that. But he pretended he didn't have any more, and he had a, his lawyers lie, which that female lawyer is in trouble now, for saying she gave them all back. He has no more. And they knew he did. So it took a year and a half for them to raid, because they were begging him to give it back. So they raided his house, his hotel, and found boxes and boxes of papers that should not have been there. So, Keith, you have to be accountable for that. That's just sensible, rational, fair. He's getting indicted for everything. No, only for what he did. 
when the so insurrection what about Hunter Biden? What about what about Benghazi? <laughs> when the insurrection happened, why did he allow that to go on for hours, watching it on TV? Why didn't he stop them and say, "Get out of there now"? It took him hours to do that. He's got to be held accountable for that. Um, I'm gonna stop there. I got a few more. Thank here. you. Wow. Yay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. Hey. Stacy, let me. I just wanted to give him a few examples of why he's being held accountable. He didn't listen to those examples three shows ago. He's not Right. So you wasted our time. Like Aguna said, he wasn't listening to you, Todd. You wasted our time. He doesn't listen to his own hairline. He doesn't listen to his hairline. What do you think is going to listen to you? Can I make a quick response, Stacy? Go ahead. To which uh, one? Ezekiel, the, to the one uh, about me speaking. Um, you know, Ezekiel uh, 3 says it. I think this says it, and I won't say it anymore. He Ezekiel chapter awesome. 3 in the Bible actually says, I am sending you to a people who are stubborn and hard-headed, and I will make your face harder than their faces so that you'll be strong and tough like they are. But... God commands Ezekiel the prophet to speak the truth regardless of whether they will hear or whether they will not. And that's the same thing that I'm doing because I'm answering to God when I go to heaven. So I'm going to just go so ahead. Was, was, let me ask you, was Ezekiel a sinner? Ezekiel was a sinner, yes. Uh, well, there was okay, a so woman in the Bible. I can't as long remember as you understand her name. The and all that. Every man is a sinner until he, when he meets Christ. I, Oh then, really? Okay, but you're saying, but you want to point out sin and just yeah. be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna." Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Because once, uh, okay, once can I move on? Because we're yeah. almost out of time, no, and we still have like three I, 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 things I, I, to go. Our need to understand the hypocrisy that's going on over here. And God overlooked. I think it. they got it. Christ. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so Hunter Biden, as you were right, just we mentioning, Aguna, Hunter Biden, Keith, get ready. Here comes. Here comes Keith. Get ready. A sudden new twist in the investigation into Hunter Biden means his legal legal tribulations will likely stretch on for months, creating an unwelcome new drag on his father's White House and re-election bid. Just weeks ago, the shadow wow. of the criminal suspicion over Hunter Biden seemed to be about to lift. But the elevation of David Weiss, the prosecuting investigating President Joe Biden's son, to special counsel status on that Friday, which was weeks ago, was as important for symbolic and political reasons as it was for legal ones. The new status grants him extra powers to broaden his inquiries, potentially into other states beyond his current patch as U.S. attorney in Delaware. Do you think this is going to affect Cousin Todd by President Biden's re-election run? Uh, no, no. It, that has nothing to do with him. Um, <clears throat> there were other presidents that families got involved in things they shouldn't have, like um, Bill Clinton's brother, for example, um, got in trouble. Or, or Donald Trump's uh, daughter getting patents from China while working in the White House. <laughs> or his son-in-law, who got $2 billion from the Saudis while working in the White House. So, no, I don't think. Uh, hey, Keith, did you hear what I said? Are you asleep? 
Are you woke? Oh, goody. And so I don't think this will affect him. Well, yeah, didn't. Well, you mentioned, well, Todd, you actually mentioned President Trump's woes and he did not win re election. No, well, you made it a complete comparison. He didn't get in trouble for what his family did. He didn't lose. It wasn't even really an issue. I, no. Again, I think this is a lot of waste of time. Yeah. I know the House Republicans wanted to elevate to expand the probe. And why do they want to expand the probe? They don't care about Hunter Biden. They just want to link it to Joe Biden. Because and instead sure of any policy issue you want to debate, we want to investigate what the president knew and when he knew it. Now, mind you, the guy that he's running against has been twice impeached and has four criminal charges against him. But we want to go and dive and use American taxpayer dollars to understand what the president knew and when and when he knew it. Because at the end of the day, this could backfire. You're going to spend all this time and effort. They're not going to find anything. And you're going to turn around and be in the middle of an election cycle. And, and Joe Biden's going to be like, see, um, if they did all they wasted all this money to an investigation that didn't find anything. Yeah, but, what do you think they're going to do with regulations and everything else? These well, people that, are uncomfortable. They're un, they, they don't want to govern. They just want to dang on shame and scapegoat. That's right. But th- but let me just say that that doesn't stop them because remember Hillary Clinton? Remember how they investigated her about Benghazi for years? <laughs> and the which emails loved, clean. Which Keith loved that. Five so years. They, don't, they investigated my, Hillary Clinton for five years for the Benghazi. Now, mind you, she was Secretary of State. A country had fallen out. The, the embassy got attacked. But, she thought it was related. The first intel said it was related to an ad and there was a lot of stuff going on. Did she mess up? Yeah. But why do you want to investigate the investigate the investigate? Yeah, we sometimes we understand things that happen. It's bad. But this whole thing about Hunter lost. Biden, now mind you. And Hunter Biden and she was lost. Hunter but Biden was, a, was Hunter Biden I mean, and this is Hunter what, Biden, let me get this out. A good go Take an inhale was investigated for five years. So now here we go again with another investigation. This is, and but because Keith doesn't know this, this isn't because Hunter Biden did anything. They're not trying to, do, this is simply, just like you say, they're uh, charging Trump just to make him lose the election. That's in your head. The, these things he did years ago, and you know he did them, like paying that prostitute, Stormy Daniels. You have to be held accountable for that. You can't take election money and spend it on prostitutes. Now, well, had- Hunter Biden, but what did Hunter Biden do? He didn't pay his taxes until he paid them. He paid his taxes. He said he was on drugs and he said he wasn't to get a gun. You know, I'm like, okay, who's, who goes and says I'm on drugs when they get a gun? No, well, this is how they that. feel. This is how they feel about Trump having sex with a prostitute. So what? Who cares what he did? Unless his name is Bill Clinton, then they make a big deal out of it. So it it's just <laughs> at its finest. And Keith is too, I think, unaware to know that. Well, he's, uh, he's aware. Wait, wait, let's not uh, give Keith a pay. He knows what he's doing. He just he doesn't Bill want to. All right, I got to move on. We got to do our round table. Wait, Keith uh, is saying something. Did Bill Clinton get impeached for what he did with those women? Yes, ma'am. 
Bill Clinton was impeached. After that, get indictments and all that. Wait, wait. Bill Clinton got impeached. Okay? Got it? But he still served eight years, right? Ma'am, they voted for him. That wasn't your question. Yes, ma'am. But yes, they voted for him. And he won. He didn't have to pretend that he won. He was fraud. So next year, if they vote for Trump and he wins, will you Uh be satisfied? Will you be satisfied? Yes, I will be satisfied. If Trump wins, I'm satisfied. I like a fair election. Trump will never admit he he's he's taking um he's taking politics to a new low because he doesn't concede. I mean, it's just like if I don't feel like I lost, there's no reason why I should not. I mean, okay, I gotta move on. If you see the screen, though, sixty courts said you lost. Sixty. Yeah. Sixty. I gotta no move on. You lost. His attorney general, Republican Bill Barr, said you lost. All of his lawyer, legal representation said you lost. So he got quacks like Keith and Stephen and other freaks to say, you yeah. didn't lose, it was fraud. And so, right. Okay, if you and look at the screen, if you look at the screen, Aguna, if you want to talk mm-hmm. about Reuters.com article, it says Niger says 17 of its soldiers were killed in an ambush near Burkina Faso border by Musa Aksar, written today, uh, August 16, 2023, at 2.23 p.m. Uh, Niger's junta, on Wednesday said 17 of its soldiers were killed in an ambush by insurgents, the deadliest attack since a July 26 coup whose leaders have cited persistent insecurity as a justification for deposing the civilian government. The ambush took place yesterday, 40 miles from the capital uh, on the border of Burkina Faso. The defense ministry said adding that a hundred attackers it referred to as terrorists were killed. Uh, yes. So a swift reaction of the soldiers and the airland response at the scene of the skirmish enabled the enemy to be dealt with. The ministry said, "Aguna, what is going on in Niger?" So you had this junta take over in a coup, um, the democratically elected government in Niger. And so now this military, and the reason why they took over was because they said. A, what just happened, all this destabilization. Um, so now you have the West as well. So so what's happening, a bigger picture, and now I'll go down to Nigeria. Bigger picture is what's happening in sub-Saharan Africa and other parts of Africa is a decoupling of from colonial powers. And what that means is Nigeria was originally a French colony. The French had a vested interest in the resources in Nigeria, so they propped up a government there who got overthrown by the military. So now it's in the French best interest to get this, to squash this coup. And so they have, they, they've been influencing ECOWAS, which is the Nigerian equivalent of NATO, to go in and, and get rid of the Q leaders and things like that. And so what, but ha, what, but what happened in Nigeria is most, most Nigerian citizens says that's not our problem. In fact, you know, the Nigerian president who voted to go into war with Niger was overturned by the Nigerian Senate because Nigeria in and of itself has a lot of unstable reasons and they're dealing with terrorists and Boko Haram and things like that. But what's happening is you're seeing these democratically elected countries fall in sub-Saharan Africa and the West that propped them up, you know, are 
finding it hard to support these countries because these countries like Nigeria and like Nigeria, they don't want necessarily a democratically elected system because it gets very so where does so where does so let me and ask the, you where does the I'm influx well, where, uh, where does the influence of China and Russia come in? China and Russia, right. as, as communists, are going right. to so the that's that, So that's, that, is, that, that is, this is the interesting dynamic that's happening, right? So in this vacuum where these coup leaders are taking over and they're toppling these democratically elected governments, the Wagner Group, Russia and China, India step in and they prop them up because they're like, we don't care how you treat your people and humanitarian and stuff, all that. All we care about is, you know, you giving us money to mine your resources or you giving us money to, you know, to build and construct your cities. And by the way, you can treat your people how you want to and we're not going to pressure your government. We're not going to worry about LGBTQ rights and everything like that. We're just going to, you know, make money and you can use your own resources. We'll help you as long as you don't work with the West. And so what's happening is you, that's why Trump is popular in sub-Saharan Africa, because they see him as a strong man. And what he's doing in the United States is exactly what's happening in Africa. What's happening in Africa is going to happen here. if We continue to allow Trump to do what he's doing because, A, they're overriding their institutions. They're overriding the will of the people. And you're having the military come in there and take over. And in certain countries, the military, I remember Nigeria back in the day, you know, they used to have a coup every week. But the country was stable because everybody was scared because they didn't want to go up against the military because the military will kill you if you caught robbing and things like that. So some countries like military dictatorships, but and they don't like democratically elected congresses and things like that because those congressmen have become very corrupt. Because that's who our congressmen okay. are very corrupt in this country, but we make it legal because they call it lobbying and things like that. So what's happening in Africa is just a microcosm of what's happening in a lot of other Western countries where populist movements are being, you know, are taking over. And there's a small fraction of the people that are using the gullibleness of the rest of the people to take control. And that's all that's happening in Nigeria. It's how they respond is going to be interesting because okay. it's going it's going to determine how democracy is going to last in Africa, whether or not it will. Yeah, that's that's very important because Africa has a lot of minerals that the world needs uh, to yeah, survive. That, if Let's it wasn't for them, on. they wouldn't have cell phones. Move on. This is our roundtable. Please check out this article on CNN.com. Sheriff says he is ashamed. After five of his former deputies plead guilty to torture of two black men in Mississippi. This is by Devin Sayers and Zoe Soddle on seven on Friday, August 4th at 7.59 p.m. Uh, a Mississippi sheriff said he was ashamed and apologized after five of his former deputies pleaded guilty to charges related to the torture of two black men. Um, we're going to start with uh, Keith. Then Aguna, then Cousin Todd, please tell us your views on that and whatever you may have to say about um, police Maui. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hawaii, police brutality. Go ahead, Keith. Well, you know, it's really kind of a strange phenomenon to me uh, how some people just don't get it. They don't see. I mean, why would these white sheriff, these men, torture black men knowing uh, the knowing the environment of our culture today. 
I mean, you know, you're going to be, I mean, either they're not afraid of prosecution, they're not afraid that, that you know, the crowds are coming, you know what I'm saying? The usual uh, people come out, they're not afraid of Sharpton, they're not afraid of, they're just not afraid of consequences. And that kind of bothers me more than anything, because we have criminals that are out smashing and grabbing. They have large masses of people out stealing. I don't know. They're probably different races there. I don't know. But people do this. They feel they can get away with it. Nobody stops them. And if you get try to stop them, you get prosecuted yourself, fired. Uh, you know, maybe the, their fellow sheriffs probably thought maybe, oh, God, we might get fired if we don't. See, so again, there people are not afraid that there would be any consequences to ill or bad behavior. And that is what is scary, most scary uh, in all of this situation that we have here. We have no justice. I'm not, you know, and I have to say, just like the liberals, the Black Lives Matter used to say, no justice, no peace. Well, they're right. There is no peace because there is no justice. So I'm hoping that God, the grace of God will, you know, overshadow, overshadow this and uh, intervene eventually. I believe God will intervene and that we will see, uh, you know, justice as it really is. Because these guys, man, that was crazy for them to do that. I have to admit, that was a very stupid thing to do. I mean, I would say, why would you do that knowing the con that there could be consequences to your action? And uh, these uh, are the Okay, excuse me. If you look at this article I have up here, it says the lawsuit said the officers handcuffed, kicked, waterboarded, and attempted attempted to sexually assault Jenkins and Parker. Yeah. It see? culminated with one deputy placing a gun in Jenkins' mouth and shooting him, which has left him permanent physical injuries, cognitive damage, and long-term psychological damage. Yeah, that's um, a horrible, horrible incident. Do you want to talk about the Maui fires? Uh, just that uh, I find it interesting that um, Joe Biden isn't doing too much uh, publicly. I mean, I guess now he's trying to say, well, I'm going to visit when I get it. But he, he's in Hawaii. Asked, he went to Hawaii yesterday. Okay, but they made, they when they asked him earlier to make a comment, he didn't want to make a comment. I mean, he couldn't even make a simple comment. He's cherry picking. Well, you, you want him to go out there and throw paper towels? You want him to go and throw paper towels into the crowd? Maybe that's it. Maybe he's just slower. That's all. No, maybe okay. you want him to throw paper towels and do a show, do a song and dance. Thank you. Thank you, Aguna. Mississippi, then Maui. So, Mississippi, you yeah, see what I they just, did. Again, officers handcuffed, you, kicked, waterboarded, attempted to sexually assault, and then shot in the mouth, Mr. Jenkins. I think Keith is right. People think that they are above the law. I wonder why. When you have Donald Trump up here, and you know, when the justice tries to be served, all of a sudden the justice, because of somebody that I like, is no longer justice, it's a conspiracy. This is again the culture that we're living in right now. If you think you can get away with it, you're gonna get away with it. They've I guarantee you this isn't the first time they've done something like this, you know? So at the end of the day, you know, people aren't being held accountable. There are cracks in the system. And, you know, even when the system itself tries mm -hmm. to work, you know, there are people that, oh, we don't want the system to, to work. We want it only to work when we want the person indicted or we want the person arrested and things like that. So it's an undermining of our institutions where going back to what's happening in Africa, that's what happens. This is what happens when empires fall. People do not respect the law. Um, and as far as Maui, 
uh, it's a tragic situation. You got 99. I think uh, last one I checked, the body count was 99. Um, and, you know, in those times in which there's tragic, there's loss, we need to come together as Americans. We shouldn't be sitting there and looking at the president and saying, hey, you know what? Even, even during the earthquakes and things in Puerto Rico, you know, we didn't want to sit there. I mean, if you sit there and criticizing Donald Trump's response, well, until later on when he stopped funding to the island and stuff like that, which I was there, I saw firsthand. But I mean, in that immediate aftermath where there's such loss of life, there's such things going on, there's a lot of logistics. You can't just snap your fingers and have the U.S. National Guard land in Hawaii. Hawaii is halfway around the country, around the world. So it's going to take some logistics to get there. He immediately declared it a disaster area, which is what all presidents have done in this situation. But for some reason, because it's Joe Biden, you know, Keith and his right wing counterparts want to cherry pick things. First, he said he didn't do that. He didn't do much. Okay, he declared it a national disaster. He allocated funding to, to disaster relief. He went and spoke about it. Oh, he didn't really. He, they asked him about. It. He didn't really say anything. Wait, what do you? I mean, again, as the president, he can. He did what he could do in that moment. Now he's going to Hawaii. And he even said, you know, I don't want to go to Hawaii because when I go to Hawaii, they have to make certain provisions for me, right? So I'm going to go when things on the ground are stable so I'm not taking away from the resources needed to help people. That's what leaders do. I mean, for some reason, in a case of tragedy in which Americans have lost lives, there's only one side that's sitting there trying to use that for political gain and to point out and to point at the president. And that's the okay, far thank right. you, Bruno. You gotta you gotta sum it up. I'm sorry. One of us saying this. I, I I'm praying for the people out in Hawaii. Hopefully they can get their lives back together. Why you know, some morning. of us on the mainland aren't looking at it through a political lens. We're not looking at it through a political lens. We're looking at it through let's do what we can to help our fellow American citizens. And that's the mature way of doing it. Not the thing I, I'm a pope the bear at the president because my candidate does is being indicted and I don't have a political policy leg to stand on. So I'm going to attack stupid stuff like this. Hey, Stacy, why Thank no you. warning? Cousin Todd. Why well, no I'm sorry, Cousin Todd. They talk too long. You talk too long. If you're going to talk too long, I got to go Cousin Oh, Todd. no, no. I didn't talk too long. I was quick. <laughs> no, you're not a victim. Trump isn't no. a victim. <laughs> I'm not a victim. I'm never a victim. You may tell okay. it to your president. I, Trump is a victim. I'm going to go to the Mississippi uh, case. Yes, you look and see what they did on the yeah. screen. Right. Well, that's nothing. That's just another day at the office. Mississippi cops. America first. And so this is what they do, and they've been doing it. I don't know why they would do that. And they knew uh, uh, Sharpton was going to come and get them. Oh, my gosh. They did that because they, that's who they are. They've been doing this for centuries. <laughs> Surprise, especially the people that look like you, Keith. So that's no surprise. Um, now, what happens is uh, with technology, they're filmed. And so a lot of them get caught now, but they've been doing this forever. Remember in California, they used to rap about uh, crooked cops and F the police and that kind of a thing. That's because this was going on then, Keith, right next door to you. So uh, th those police should be put in jail. And, uh, and I'm sure 
that's not the first time they did that. And it's plenty of other rotten cops like that on the force. Now, uh, Maui, this is what happens uh, when you have global warming. Now, Republicans don't believe in that. They think it's all a hoax. But <clears throat> that was fire raining down, not rain. And so that's why it spread so far so fast, which is going to happen again in other places. But it has to happen in California before Keith says... You said, what do you mean? Uh, was it a meteor shower or what? What are you talking about? Fire raining down? It was a hurricane that was not spreading rain, but fire because it was so hot and so dry. And this is what's going to happen again and again and again. But until it happens in California, you won't believe it. Come on, Aguna, you got to address How that. How typical. Ridiculous. Uh, yes, it's ridiculous. So what, what happened to the uh, sirens? Uh, why didn't the uh, warning signs go up? They got burned up because a hurricane sweeps everything up. And this is not rain. This is hot fire and wind bouncing the fire from one place to another quickly. So anyway, so that's what happened. And, and it spread fast. And it's tragic. And the fact that Biden didn't go yet, is it, that's silly. They don't want Biden there now. He's a distraction. They have work to do. So for him to come and look at stuff and say, oh, this is terrible, that doesn't help. Send the money. Stay home. He said in FEMA, they sent the money. And so that's just a talking point for airheads, dumb blondes <laughs> like Keith, to say, he didn't go down there. I remember there was another president that went to Puerto Rico when they had a hurricane and water was raining down everywhere. And so he thought he'd help dry up the place by throwing paper towels at the audience. <laughs> hey, you in the back. And nice he talk. didn't send the money. He just sent the paper towels. Yeah, no money. Okay, thank you. Are you finished? Uh, no. I oh, wanted to say... Trump, I mean, did, did Biden ever help Ohio with their tragedy? I wanted to say this about Republicans. No. When Chris Christie was um, he did. governor, he asked for money for um, New Jersey. New Jersey. had a terrible... Right, I just said that. And, and the Republicans said no. <laughs> Let yeah. us drown. Like uh, Biden said no to and Ohio. So, and so, and so, so Trump, no, let, let's address this. So Biden said no um, to Ohio. What did he say no to? He said, oh, he said no, because Ohio didn't qualify. There was somebody he didn't qualify for. Oh, gosh. I don't no know. Wait, 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 wait. So if you're going to make a statement, if you're going to make a statement as it's a fact, and then you can't provide facts, that means you what you're saying is fell for it. Governor of All right, we're out of time. You guys are interrupting Todd's. You're interrupting Todd's roundtable. Yeah, he can't say what he didn't help Ohio. They don't with. care. But but okay. Aguna, well, let me just say this. Cool. Let me just say this to Aguna. Is that surprising to you? No. You act as if he no, said. I just want to. I want to call out BS when it happens, right? It's like real time, okay. right? All when right. Keith All goes right. on his, because again, he doesn't have he doesn't have Stephen to talk over people and save him. 
he has these little moments where he's just going to throw something out there and hope hope it sticks because no one wants That's to right. ask him. Look at Stacy's hair. Stacy, so do that like, again with oh, your hair. Gee, if you're going to come to a <laughs> oh, fight, don't come with a paper clip. All right? Come with facts. Come with figures. Come with intellect. And maybe we'll respect That's you. Right. But we've got... A, All right. Thank you. We're out of time. We've got something thank you. We're more out of important time. to talk about. This hair. To our first responders in our communities. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To our women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your life so that we are free to Your say whatever we choose on this show. We are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, Malcolm, the Nigerian. Aguna. Go, Aguna. Birds. Go Aguna, birds. Take that top off. Take Put the camera off. back on Aguna. Take that top off. Let me see what your body no, looks like. Nah, that, that's, that's for my wife only. That's for my wife only, Ty. Not you. Not you, Ty. Hey, you, hey, we, hey, we could go around for round, Ty. We could, you know, I know you did a couple push-ups before the show. No, you I know, did you not. Stick your, your chest in the camera. I did not Don't do that again. Out. It's just built like that. Uh, I'm just uh, built no. like that. I'm not sticking nothing out. Yeah, I'm now like it looks like you, well, I, can we say he has a sports bra on? Is that legal to say that on the show? Can we say <laughs> I that? Have you know, <laughs> I thought this was a kid's show, but maybe that's not, look, see, oh, Ty, man, we're gonna have to edit that one out, man. I, don't, I can't believe you. The Ty's got Ty's off out of control. We're gonna have to suspend him for at least one show. Okay, I take it back. Keith, the constitutional conservative. Off. And my crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> cousin Todd. He'll do anything to try yeah, to get some ratings say, for look, a show. I know. He He'll do anything. Outrageous. Never in the history. Outrageous. I'm not trying to strip. I'm trying yeah. to get you boys to strip. Nah, nah, man. We don't want to see. Look, I'm telling you. Okay, Ty, I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's here. keep this you conversation going. Check here. us out. Remember, excuse me. <laughs> Remember to like you and subscribe to Sportletics on YouTube. Aguna, <laughs> like bad. and subscribe Sportletics <laughs> on YouTube. Check us out on, follow us on Instagram. Check us out on uh, Twitter, former, uh, formerly Twitter X, uh, Twitch, TikTok. Uh, what else? Stephanie Stallworth, The Flow Television Network, and soon will be on Amazon Music. They asked us. So uh, we'll see you next week. Keep uh, keep your have a good taco night. Meat, that taco meat to yourself. <laughs> well, I want to see the I haven't had nappy hair. I have, I have good hair. You have nappy hair. I have with no. No, I do not. Hair. I don't. I don't have any chest hair, and I'm naturally smooth like that. I don't change. And nobody much. wants to see anybody's anything. Please don't <laughs> yeah. do that again, Todd. That was horrendous. That was disgusting, Todd. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. I just upgraded my You didn't see a nipple on the screen. No, you did. All you did was try to have some sort of joke going on. <laughs> you, you chased Keith off the show with that. You know, yeah, your old man. Yeah. He, his wife was appalled. His wife was appalled. Yeah, his wife was a boss. I would be too if he took his top off.
And he, he, Keith, I think you guys offended Keith. <laughs> Keith is not even coming back on the show anymore. He's, he's mad. He doesn't have Stephen to save him. Hopefully, uh, oh, I forgot. Keith. And you know, uh, and we'll see Stephen, the independent thinker, again. I forgot. I'm sorry, Stephen, but you'll be back. Yeah, he's we'll, yeah, we'll he's 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 a couple of times. I guess they wouldn't let him on. You wouldn't let him on, or he couldn't. He couldn't get on. No, I let him on. If you look back at the show, you saw his screen was spinning. I let him on, but his screen was spinning. There's nothing I did to keep him off of the show. Keith, why are you trying to accuse me of that? Because they can't stand you. Well, you know, it's very interesting. These guys love to accuse, so I figure I would try it too. Yeah. Well, my thing is, Keith, if you're upset at if you're upset at Aguna and Todd, yeah. take it out on them, not me. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. What no, if you guys... are upset? Take your top off. What you got, I, <laughs> all I want for you, you is stop scapegoating the Democrats. Okay, stop no, scapegoating. Democrats them. are Democrats are after wow. the Republicans. That's as simple as that. They, they want to dominate a one-party system like they so do in California. The Republicans aren't after the Democrats. I know. Okay, listen, I'm the Republicans don't go after the Democrats. This Hunter Biden thing is just that's no, they justice. Don't. For the most part, they don't. You said it yourself. Okay. Republicans For the most part, Republicans don't go after Democrats. I'm not going. Now, to why do they that. have a whole committee to investigate the investigators on January 6th? Oh. They're not going after okay. Democrats. They're not going All after right. anybody. I give up. I give up. Listen. If you people are not going to take your tops off, I'm getting out of here. Goodbye. Man, why would you tell us say that in Stacey's? Fix your clock, Todd. You need to fix your clock. Your, your clock is always wrong in the Listen back. You're the viewers off. They're both coming at me. You got to be decent, Todd. <laughs> Stacey said, "Don't decent, do it." Yeah. Don't do it again. Oh, he's he's totally covered up. Yeah, that was bad taste, Todd. Yeah, that, wasn't that was bad taste, Todd. Bad taste. I'm going to change his name to Bad Taste Todd. <laughs> That's going to be his name next week. Bad cousin, Taste cousin, Todd. Cousin Stripper. Well, okay, goodbye. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Take your clothes off. I'm leaving. Oh, Stacy. It was a good show. Watch this. See? Look at that. Bad Taste Todd. They try to put the nipple in the screen. <laughs> Dang on that, that, that. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, bad taste, Todd. Oh, He's God. not body. You could tell that. What did he yeah, say? Nobody wants to be bothered. All right, everyone. Good night. See you next week. Be here. Be square. Good night. Good night. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>